0: Lots to chat about with Ontario uh, NDP leader Andrea Horvath, a group of local MPs and MPPs have penned a letter in support of the LRT project and, of course, uh, wanting council to reaffirm their position. We're also going to ask her her thoughts on the CPP as well. And joining us now is Andrea Horvath, Ontario NDP leader. Good afternoon, Andrea Horvath. How are you today?
1: I'm doing very well. Thank you, Scott. How are you?
0: Good. Thanks for taking the time. We always appreciate this. First of all, your thoughts on the proposed changes for CPP, and of course, if that's the case, uh, Ontario backing out of our plan.
1: Well, you know, I, I uh, myself uh, have to congratulate the federal government and the eight provincial governments for uh, moving on this uh, particular file. Uh, we've been, the NDP, that is, have been uh, pushing on CPP reform for quite some time now. Um And so I think this is a positive thing, a thing particularly for uh, younger Canadians who will be able to retire uh, with uh, a little bit more uh, dignity than they would be uh, otherwise. And so I think it's a positive thing. Uh, but we still have to acknowledge we have... Lots of seniors who are uh, finding it difficult to make ends meet uh, in, in here and now, do you know what I mean, And, and mm-hmm. in today's world. And so we, we can't forget that, uh, that those folks um, you know, need to be looked after as well.
0: Would there, would there have been much cost in setting up what has been done to date, and where do you think that money should go uh, moving forward?
1: Uh, Well, I'm not sure exactly how much the provincial government at this point had invested in the ORPP. I know they had many staff working on it from a couple of different ministries. Uh, Having said that, uh, uh, I think that the, the move to... To the CPP as opposed to the ORPP uh, was the the rent call. Uh, in fact, I said that to the uh, Ontario Chamber of Commerce uh, just in March when I was at an event of theirs in uh, in, in Oakville, uh, indicating that my perspective would be that the better way, the better way to go uh, would be with the CPP as opposed to the ORPP. And so. Uh, I think this is a is a kind of a positive step and a, a positive place for us to be now.,
0: uh, the reason for the CPP preference simply because uh, duplication,
1: uh, yeah duplication administrative costs I mean let's face it why why set up a whole new system um, it, it would cost quite a quite a bit i mean i'm I, I'm sure that the premier must be a little bit relieved frankly uh, because um I, I know that the cost of setting up the URPP in Ontario uh, would have run, likely run into the billions i mean it, that's what people were estimating so uh, so this is a win win and it not only addresses retirement income of course for ontarians but also you know people across the country, which is was also a was also a positive
0: thing. Some skeptics were saying that the government was creating a pool older a pool of money in order to dip into to help fund uh, various infrastructure projects. Is there anything like that in the works if we go a CPP route?
1: Uh, well, I mean, the, the, the dollars that are kind of, um, sitting in trust for Canadians with CPP do get utilized, uh, in terms of, of, um, investing, but not necessarily for Canadian or Ontario projects. And so, uh, we, we know how these funds work. They, they have to uh, gain interest, and they gain interest uh, through investments in the markets, right? And so uh, it, I don't know that it's that direct uh, in terms of the mandate to, for the CPP fund. Uh, but uh, but certainly that was being contemplated, and in fact it was the Minister of, of, um, uh, of the um, Treasury Board, or not the Treasury Board, the Minister of Finance uh, here in Ontario that was making those comments himself. That this was going to be a new pool of money uh, that could be accessed for, uh, you know, for you know various infrastructure projects. But my understanding was that he was referencing um, a, a not direct funding, uh, but rather, uh, uh, you know, basically find, uh, use, utilizing that fund as a new uh, as a new way to uh, uh, to try to to get loans from the, for the government.
0: What do you say to small businesses who may be feeling the pinch by this additional contribution?
1: Well, you know that's, that's an interesting conundrum, uh, uh, and, and it's one that I think um, I I hope is being considered uh, seriously by the uh, by the federal government because what we need to do is make sure we have an implementation process that that, that doesn't have any surprises and that uh, is smooth um, and that also allows for some um, uh, some uh, graduations. You know what I mean? Some gradual. Mm-hmm. uh, Bringing in of the rates, I don't know the details of that, Scott, unfortunately, at this point. Uh, But uh, when I was, when back in 2010, I I was myself. I brought forward a a potential uh, pension plan for Ontario, and one of the there were two or three things um, that I was concerned about in that exercise, and that's what, six years ago now, one was the economy uh, and the extent to which uh, there might be some negative impacts, and so how do you phase something in so that it doesn't uh, overly negatively affect, uh, you know, the uh, the economy? Uh, and then the other piece was making sure that businesses were aware, because one of the things that I've learned over the years, um, both at City Hall and, and of course, at, at the province, is that the business community... You know they can adjust but they they can't adjust on a dime uh, they need to have you know have some respect given to them in terms of a uh, phasing in of terms in terms of uh, you know a length of of, of, uh, of um, knowledge in advance so that uh, so that they can build into their projections anything that's going to uh, hit their cost lines right
0: all right let's move on to LRT uh, we've seen a lot of support recently uh, developers group of developers got together and and I guess this all started with when Hamilton uh, decided they were going to vote to reaffirm their position on LRT, something that I think took a lot of people by surprise, including... Uh, the Premier, uh, since then we have seen a, a letter from uh, developers saying uh, pledging their support for LRT and, and how important it would be to to their businesses and, and industry and such we're now seeing it from MPs and MPPs. How important is it, Andrea, that that not only the people who may be uh, n- not interested in LRT get their view known, but also there's a movement to to better explain to people what is happening.
1: Well, I mean, I, th- I think it's really important. And when I had the opportunity to to, to sign on to the letter, I mean, I, I did so without apprehension because it's I've I've had this position consistently since the LRT was first discussed several years ago. Um, I, I do believe that the this is the new um, kind of way of getting around. I mean, I think that it, it's, it's no doubt it's a huge change, but change... Um, happens, and it, it it often happens for the better. I mean, I can remember being on city council, and people were uh, the, the sky was going to fall because we were changing some of the streets downtown to two-way streets. Well, not only did the sky not fall, but actually, it did what it was supposed to do. Which several years later, we have all kinds of investment. We have people on the streets. We have uh, we have a totally different atmosphere downtown. Um, you, you you make these investments, you undertake these projects uh, because they they create uh, they create the future. Frankly, they 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 build the future, and that's why you see developers coming on side with it because they know that this kind of transit system, everywhere that it's put in place, uh, creates all kinds of economic uptake, all kinds of uh, economic uh, uh, positives, if you will. And and I think that that's um, something that Hamilton is starting to see over these last couple of years, but but needs to see more of in the future.
0: Surprised that City Council uh, decided to reaffirm its position.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, um, I don't. Pr- you know, pretend to know kind of the inner workings of what's happening around that council uh, horseshoe anymore, <laughs> but, um, I not there. But
0: I could <laughs> say something right here, Andrea, but I won't because it's just such an easy one. You've lobbed it right across the plate for me, but I'm going to
1: let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know what? It's um, it's uh, It was surprising. I, I, I thought the whole thing was thrown up, frankly. I thought that the decision had been made. The province came to the plate, which I was, again, uh, notwithstanding some of the things I disagree with our government on, uh, this is something I. I support supported wholeheartedly and was happy to get to that announcement made in terms of the commitment of the full funding um, because it seemed to me that that was the holdback, right? Uh, initially, the holdback in making the commitment was that we wanted to be sure that Hamilton got its fair share, which was the entire capital cost paid for, just like the project in Toronto. And sure enough, the province said, yes, we'll do it, we'll pay, and you're, you're actually on the list and we're we're putting you in, in the queue. And then all of a sudden to find out that You know, maybe there wasn't the the support necessary on council was quite shocking.
0: You've obviously been through all of this. You've lived it. You've walked the walk uh, and are, uh, you know, a tried-and-true Hamiltonian. Uh, Why is it that the city always seems to need a little bit of a push? Why does it always seem to be, oh, we've got something now. How do we avoid shooting ourselves in the foot?
1: I don't know. You know what, to some extent... I mean, people have to do their due diligence, and I respect Mm -hmm. that. You know, I really truly respect that. Uh, the issue becomes, um, when, when the, when the game changes midfield. Do you know what I mean? Or when the game changes mid, mid course. That, that doesn't make sense to me. The due diligence was being done. Uh, the big flag was the, um, the, the, you know, who was going to pay for the capital cost. Uh, when, when that got settled, it seemed to me the pathway was clear. So, so the issue becomes, you know, how many times do you have to rethink your decision. Uh, I don't think that. I think that's what confuses people. I think that's what confuses people in terms of the uh, the process that the council sometimes undertakes on some of these big issues. Is they... They, um, it's almost like they rethink their decision, or they uh, they they second guess themselves. I guess that's the way of putting it.
0: And I guess we're seeing that with the route too, because there's all of a sudden discussion uh, now. And, and I guess, as you said, this is the time to have these debates. This is the time to to to, to bring the information forward. But just even talking about changes in route, whether it's Maine or King, um, you know, it seems to me that uh, you know that six of one, half a dozen of the other. If you have complaints on one, and you move it over to the next street, you're going to get plain complaints on that. Uh, as well, uh, do we have a hard time trusting the process?
1: Well, you know what? Look, I, I mean, I was a, I was on city council when we when we narrowed in the the west. The, the Eastern side of uh, king street King Street, and we put the downtown mm-hmm. um the uh, gateway there yep. and we heard the businesses were going to you know flounder and it was going to be a terrible thing and it was going to you know everybody was going to go out of business but you know really they, there has been a great improvement in that eastern part of the downtown in the international village area uh, there's not nearly uh the vacant storefronts that there had been for decades in that part of the downtown, and so again, was there a little bit of pain at the beginning? Yes, there was. Uh, did it did it take some real um, bird dogging by the BIA at that point to make sure that the contractors were being sensitive to access issues for the uh, for the council, uh, for the the businesses? Absolutely, but these things can be done. They're done. They're done in communities around the world, right? And so our community is no different. Um, it, it'll it'll be a little bit painful, absolutely, uh, but but the the gain will be worth the pain.
0: Uh, what would you say to businesses that will be affected during construction?
1: I would say, well, I'm actually going to probably need to be meeting with some uh, today, uh, but one of the things I would say is that um, uh, you need to be vocal and observant about what's happening on your doorstep during any construction process uh, because it's only being, by being vocal and, um, and, and uh, you know, engaged with the contractors and with the city and with the um, you know the the, the people that are overseeing the project that you will have your issues and concerns listened to and uh, and and acted on more importantly
0: what would you say to hamiltonians who are either on the fence or think that this isn't the answer um you know the city what would you say to them
1: um well you know what i I respect that uh, that there are people who think that this is the wrong way to go. Uh, I respect their their opinion and their and their, and their right to their opinion, uh, but it really is these these kinds of opportunities don't come around very often. Um, and you you really do when you're looking at this kind of a project, you need to look at where the city will be 10, 20. 30 years from now, and not just what's happening today. And that's what we're building, right? We're building the future of our city.
0: Is it about bus rapid transit or LRT, or is that discussion already gone by?
1: I'm, I'm hoping that that discussion has already gone by. Uh, however, I think that we need to acknowledge and recognize that there there does need to be uh, a p- investment in uh, and commitment to uh, other other bus routes uh, around the city. So I think particularly about the mountain, I know there's real concerns about that, Uh, but I think that while we're doing this work downtown, uh, we also need to keep a a commitment to services all around the city because those are the services that will feed in to the LRT as well.
0: Andrea Horbath has been with us, Ontario NDP leader, a group of local MPs and MPPs have penned Letters in support of Hamilton's LRT project. Andrea Horbath's one of those signatures. Thank you very much, Andrea, much appreciated.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, Scott. You take care.